Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. We are commemorating the 75th anniversary of VJ Day, Victory Over Japan Day, 15th of August, 1945. And on that day, then Corporal Bill Hook had just celebrated his 20th birthday on the island of Guam following the news of two nuclear attacks on Japan and its surrender. Uh, While he was not a combat Marine on the front lines, he had personally seen the destruction at places like Guadalcanal and Okinawa. Sergeant Bill Hook, U.S. Marine veteran, author of Liberating North China, 1945, joins us on the line now. Bill, uh, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Just great. Oh, it's great to have you on. And Bill, take us back. I know 75 years were a long time to go, but uh, take us back to that day in 1945 when you were on Guam and you, and you first heard the news that Japan had surrendered. What, where were you? What were you doing? And, and tell us about it. Well, we were just kind of hanging out, not doing much of anything, and all, all of a sudden, uh, all of a sudden, the news came flashing through, and, uh, and it was quite a shock. Yeah, were, were guys like kind of cheering, celebrating, or was it just you know hard to believe that it was even happening? It was, it was kind of casual. Uh, I don't know whether we were expecting it, or uh, but it, was, it just didn't seem like a big deal. Now, in the week or two before that, you know, of course, there was news of the the atomic bombs dropping in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Did that make more of an impression on you uh, on you guys as you were all sitting there? Oh yes, yeah, we were quite quite impressed by that action, and uh, and I was kind of waiting for the next shoe to drop. Yeah. And Sergeant Hook, it's an honor to speak to you, by the way. What was, between you and your friends, what was the mood like when you finally heard the war was over? Well, it was, it was, it was a great joy because we were dreading the thought of uh, having to win the Japan. And when that news came, it was quite a relief to us that we, we didn't have to go through that again. It's hard for some of us to remember or to think, Bill, that, you know, you were just 20 years old. You Mm. had celebrated your 20th birthday the month before, two months before, in June. And, and, you know, you guys were all kids, and you had to grow up so quickly. Uh, (laughs) You you know, I mean, I'm sure there were some people, obviously, were older, you know, older than you guys, obviously. But, you know, what was that like as as such a young person to be in the middle of such a, a crazy situation as the war in the Pacific? Well, it was quite a shock. Uh, it was uh, surreal. It was just an amazing experience. Young kids going into combat zone. It was just an unusual kind of a thing. But but it, 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 we we grew up kind of fast on on that score. And on that point, uh, Sergeant Hook, and I'm going to keep calling you Sergeant all the way through, <laughs> out of respect. I'm well, talking to an. <laughs> I'm talking to an American (laughs) Marine veteran here. It is a real honor. But I I just want to focus, you know, I'm trying to think what it was like when I was a teenager. You signed up when you were a boy. Can you just tell us that story? Why did you sign up? What was it like? What was the thinking? What made you decide to be an American Marine? I I was in the the Merchant Navy before I went in the Marine Corps. And uh, my brother in the Marine Corps a couple months uh, before me. And uh, I was kind of embarrassed that he was making $21 a day, uh, I mean, a, a month, and I was making about 500 <laughs> 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 And 
said, yeah, yeah, my, my oldest brother is in there. And I said, well, yeah, I got to join in uh, and, and get in the action, too. <laughs> I was in the Merchant Marine before that. And you were still young, though, right? You were, what, 17 and less than 18, right, before you yeah, signed up, right? Uh, I was 17, right, just shortly after I... Uh, my 17th birthday when I signed up. Amazing. Yeah. We're talking amazing. with Sergeant Bill Hook, U.S. Marine veteran, the author of Liberating North China 1945. And uh, Bill, you've been in, in Singapore, of course, for uh, 30 plus, almost 40 years. And, you know, Singapore was such an important part of that Pacific War. Uh, I know that you didn't get here per se, but uh, as you think about Singapore's position in World War II and and you know, of course, the Gibraltar of the Pacific at that point in time. What was your thinking, or, or were you guys even thinking about Singapore um, as you were stationed in different places across the Pacific Islands? Well, you know, it was a strange new world for us because uh, kids, we didn't, we didn't understand the, the, the geography and everything and throughout the world. And uh, all of a sudden, this, this came upon us, and it was... Uh, Quite a shock and then unusual, and at the same time, it was something that I guess we thought we had to do. Mm, yeah, and it's talking about things you have to do, that sense of sacrifice. I have interviewed veterans before from Europe who, who fought in the wars in Europe, and they always come back to the same thing, which is the camaraderie, the sense of brotherhood. What was it like for you with your colleagues? Did you have that, you know, that sense that you're all in this together, all your, all your marine buddies? Oh, no, absolutely. We, uh, we were very, very close-knit. Uh, we hung together and, uh, and had great respect and uh, admiration for each other. And it was, it was, it was kind of good being with such a, a wonderful group of people, young men. And I'm sure you've shared an experience that no one else can appreciate, can they, unless they were there with you. So you've got that bond for life after that. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was quite an experience. And, and um, I don't know, it, it seemed like amidst everything else that was going on, it was sort of a natural, uh, natural thing that, that we, we would be where we were at the time we were, we were in there. Bill, when you went into Okinawa, you went in just as as Okinawa was falling, just after the fall. And if you can remember back to those days, what what was your overriding feeling when you rolled into uh, to Naha, to southern part of Okinawa, and then went over to Shuri Castle, which was mostly destroyed? You know, as you saw the devastation of that battle, what went through your mind? Well, I uh, Shuri Castle uh, was a a memorable experience for me, uh, one that I, I wouldn't want to live again. Because I was there the day we cracked uh, Shuri Castle. It was it was horrible walking around the uh, the rubble and looking down at the uh, at the ground and seeing long black hair pursuing, uh, coming through the uh, through the earth. And we knew then there were women down there who were, you know, it was sad to see, to understand that the women that we, we had just killed. And and how did it affect you, Sergeant Hook, after that? I mean, I'm assuming 
you know, those kind of images, those kind of memories, they're not something you forget. No, it's something that you keep uh, forever. And it was not, it just wasn't fun. It wasn't fun at all. Yeah, we're talking with uh, Sergeant Bill Hook, a U.S. Marine veteran, the author of Liberating North China, 1945. And and Bill, I know those a lot of those memories. You you were at Guadalcanal as well and in the Solomon Islands and you went to many different locations. And just the the whole theater throughout the South Pacific was it was actually many of the places were quite different, weren't they? They were islands, but each of the islands had its own particular situation there, right? The, The topography or the challenges that needed to be faced. Does anything stand out to you about some of the different islands that you were on or that you had visited? First landing on Guadalcanal after it had been secured. And, uh, and then from there, we, we uh, went into Guam. And that was quite a memorable experience because that was our territory. And, uh, and we were claiming it back again. Mm. And, uh, and that was a... Um, a very uh, exciting time, and and uh, and one was we kind of looked forward to because we were, as I say, we were, we were taking our territory back again. That was very very interesting. And as an American Marine, how was you treated by the locals in these different islands? What was your relationship like with the locals in each of these places? In the early part, before Guam. We didn't have much of a much of a relationship with with local people, but but on on Guam they were very very uh, appreciative. They were so happy to see us, and they, they were very. We worked with them very hard to, to make sure that they they got as much satisfaction as they, they possibly could. Yeah, and what experiences did you have, Sergeant Hook, with with Japanese soldiers? Bit during the war, or was maybe POWs after the war, how did you find the Japanese soldiers? Well, I, I really didn't have any contact with, with them because I was not a, not a combat Marine. I was a, a driver for a, a colonel in um, the headquarters operation. So I, uh, I really didn't get to see much. We, we, we saw a lot of, we saw a lot of action. We saw too many burning bodies running away from our flames, flamethrowers, and uh, and that wasn't fun. That just wasn't fun. Uh, Bill, if we can um, just move a little bit forward on the timeline, you were part of that first uh, Marine contingency that went into China after the Japanese had surrendered to, uh, for your group to actually take the official surrender from the Japanese occupying forces in China. I believe it was uh, Tianjin, right? Is, is that correct? Tianjin, yeah. We, were in, we flew into Shanghai and then, uh, then up to Tianjin, yeah. and, yes. And, and what was that like, you know, going into a country where you knew it was fully controlled by your enemy or your former enemy at that point, um, and, and what was that like to go in and, and then relieve the Japanese of their command and control of China? That was very exciting. The uh, first of all, when we when we landed there, a very uh, small group of us uh, went in, uh, in in the advance party. When we landed there, Japanese were were very cooperative, and uh, and uh, we we didn't have much, we didn't have any difficulty with them. Uh, but but it was uh, 
it was exciting to be uh, among our allies and in uh, in uh, china it was very very interesting i'm talking to it's an honor to be talking to sergeant bill hook a us marine veteran and listening to you today uh, sergeant hook you you said a, w- a word a phrase many times it wasn't fun it was horrible. This has come up many times, and I think sometimes there is a tendency, particularly for younger generations, to glamorize war. And I think from what you're saying, that is something we shouldn't do. Respect it, appreciate people's sacrifice, but never glamorize war. Would that be fair? Yeah, yeah that's a very uh, profound statement. There was no fun at all. It was just no fun at all. And of course, many uh, you know, many Marines, the Marines and the other soldiers and sailors who came home, uh, were were scarred in many ways, uh, physically and emotionally, after that after that happened. And Bill, when you think forward now, you know, you have a unique position as one of the last veterans of that war. You know, you are a a, a breed who is uh, sadly passing from the scene. But when you think of the message that you would like to to leave for our politicians who are often quick to get us into wars or, uh, as Neil said, maybe some other people that t- try to glamorize it. What's the message going forward about our posture and how our thinking about future wars? I would hope that our, um, our, our politicians would, would realize the extent of, of the damage that, that, that is created for not only for us, but for the enemy as well, that the war should be avoided in, 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 in any case. When I went back to Okinawa after many, many years, uh, it was quite exciting to see how the enemy had lived and I gained a, a, um, a higher respect for for the Japanese, having been there, going back, going back to Okinawa after having been there during the combat, so that was a, it was interesting and exciting. Bill, our thanks to you, Sergeant Bill Hook, World War II Marine veteran, author of Liberating North China, 1945. Of course, thank you, know, thank you for your, your service and, and thank you for coming on and sharing with us uh, your opinions on things. Yeah, it's been an absolute honour and a genuine privilege to speak to you today. Sergeant Hook, 95 years young. I, 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 <laughs> I cannot thank you enough. I believe you, you still swim regularly down at the American Club. Is that true? Yeah, we we just got just got back just a short time ago. We, uh, I'm in the swimming pool at 7 o'clock uh, Every more every morning because it's good for it's good for my legs, well, my aging legs. Bill, we we <laughs> hope you're able to do that many 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 more years to come. And thanks again for your time today, Bill. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Enjoy talking to you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.